WGNS Murfreesboro, W270AF Murfreesboro, W263AI Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now, your host, Scott Walker. We're talking with Kim Kiblish, and she is a public affairs specialist with FEMA and recent tornadoes that came through our area, striking Rutherford County and places like Cannon County, which include Reedyville and that entire area, really caused a lot of damage. And I know there's a lot of folks out there who may be listening who suffered from some of that damage. And what would be the first thing that you would tell them after they get over that initial shock of what just occurred? Hey Scott, thank you so much for having me on. First, I would encourage survivors to get in contact with their insurance if they have homeowners or renters insurance to file a claim as soon as possible. Like because FEMA cannot duplicate benefits for losses covered by insurance. But if your policy does not cover all your disaster expenses, then you may be eligible for federal assistance. And then I would encourage survivors to apply for assistance if they have disaster-related loss or damage caused by the severe weather and tornadoes that occurred from March 31st to April 1st. And the type of folks that might be eligible are those that live in the 10 declared counties. If you live in Rutherford, Hannon, Macon, Hardman, Haywood, Lewis, Hardin, McNary, Tipton, or Wayne County, to go ahead and apply for FEMA assistance. The fastest and easiest way to do that is to go online to disasterassistance.gov or to call our helpline, which is 800-621-3362. There you can fill out an application. We'll ask for a best phone number to contact you. We'll ask for your address at the time of the disaster, the disaster damage dwelling and the address that you're staying in now, your social security number and banking information if you choose direct deposit. And FEMA assistance can help cover things such as temporary housing expenses, basic home repairs, and other essential disaster-related needs not covered by insurance. For those who are renting out a home, renting out an apartment, are they also eligible for some of the funding that is provided by FEMA if they fill out the paperwork and everything? Yes, great question. Both homeowners and renters are eligible to apply for FEMA assistance if they have damage and loss. As um, you fill out the FEMA application, At a later point, we may get in touch with you by your phone or by mail, by email, or through your disasterassistance.gov profile to ask for things such as proof of home ownership or proof of occupancy. For example, for occupancy, you would provide documentation such as a lease or a housing agreement or utility bills. And for proof of home ownership, documents such as a deed or a mortgage payment, and you'd be able to upload those documents to your disasterassistance.gov account. 
And we also might ask for proof of identity as well. So many homeowners out there who live in some of the rural areas and they live in houses that have been in their family for literally generations. And some of those folks who may be retired, maybe on a fixed income, they're already in that place where it's hard to make ends meet. And some of them may not have had homeowners insurance at all, which makes a total loss that can be caused by a tornado even harder to go through. So in cases like that, what are they eligible for when it comes to some of the funds that FEMA has available? I mean, I can't speak exactly to what type of assistance an applicant will receive, but they may receive some temporary housing expenses. For example, rental assistance to live elsewhere when repairs have to be made to their homes or basic home repairs. For the folks that had a lot of damage to their homes, they may receive a referral from FEMA to the Small Business Administration. And the Small Business Administration provides low interest loans to disaster survivors. And this may be a great option for folks that have a lot of damage. In reality, I would encourage anyone that receives a referral to the Small Business Administration to go ahead and file that application because it helps ensure that all forms of possible federal assistance are available. An important thing to note is if you were found eligible for an SBA loan, but you decide not to take it, that's totally fine. There's no obligation to take an SBA loan if you are found eligible. But if you're found ineligible for an SBA loan, you are then referred back to FEMA where more forms of assistance may become available. And it's also important to note that sometimes for other state or local programs, disaster relief programs, sometimes they require you to have a determination by FEMA and SBA. So it's important to go ahead and fill out both of those applications. So when somebody who may be listening, who had their home totally destroyed by a tornado, they're already living in, let's say, an apartment that they just got in the last week or so, and they're going back and forth to that site where all the damage occurred to hopefully find and preserve and save any keepsakes or antiques or family heirlooms that have been passed down you know they're trying their best to do that i know there's a lot of confusion when all this is happening but if they are in a situation where it's hard for them to get approved by a traditional bank for a new mortgage for a new place do these FEMA loans make exceptions whenever they are allowing somebody to get a loan after they fill out the paperwork? That's a great question. The Small Business Administration is separate from FEMA. It's another federal agency and FEMA and SBA work side by side to help survivors recover. I, I can't speak for that SBA portion if the loans help with mortgages. I can't speak to that. But um it is crucial to fill out an SBA application if you're referred. And again, we're talking with Kim Kevlish, and she is with FEMA, the public affairs specialist. What are some of the questions that you routinely get whenever you're talking to people in a devastated site who have just been through something like a, a tornado? Yeah, so some questions I receive are, what are the next steps after I file a FEMA application? How can I make sure to speed up my recovery to keep things on track? And you want to make sure that you stay in touch with FEMA as best as possible. If you have an update to your home address or to your phone number to update that on your disasterassistance.gov profile. 
we want to make sure that we're checking on the status of our application through our disasterassistance.gov profile or by calling the FEMA helpline at 800-621-3362. We also want to make sure that we're responding to any communications that FEMA is giving. We may contact you by phone, your disasterassistance.gov profile, your email and mail. So it's so important to have your home address correct and your, your phone number correct so we can reach you about updates to your application, needing further documentation, or needing to schedule a home inspection of the damaged dwelling. Now, those weeks that follow after a tornado comes through your area, destroys your property, are weeks where a lot of people aren't thinking clearly. I guess they're almost in a daze a lot of the times, not knowing what to do next, what step to take next, who to call, and I could go on and on. But it's a really hard time for a lot of people out there who have just lost everything because of a tornado. So are there ideas or tips on the FEMA website on who people should be reaching out to at this time? There is a disaster distress helpline if folks are feeling sad or anxious or stressed after an event such as this. Um, They can speak to a counselor online. It's a multilingual service. The disaster distress helpline is 800-985-5990. It's a 24-7, 365 hotline dedicated to providing immediate crisis counseling to those experiencing emotional distress and other difficulties. And if you would, Kim, go over again some of the things that FEMA is able to offer to different homeowners and how people go about getting in line for those items or how they go about making that first step and filling out the paperwork to get approved in order to receive assistance from FEMA. Forms of assistance we might be able to provide are rental assistance, home repair, home replacement. We may cover things like personal property loss or a vehicle repair, medical or dental expenses. And uh, this is both for renters and homeowners. The fastest way to apply is online through disasterassistance.gov, or you can call our FEMA helpline at 800-621-3362. I'll say that again, that's 800-621-3362. And I also want to mention that we have registration teams out in the field going door to door, helping people apply for FEMA assistance or helping folks check up on the status of their application. You might have seen us in our neighborhood. They're known as disaster survivor assistance teams. You can identify an official FEMA personnel by their their FEMA badge. So if you see us in the field, don't be shy. Come with your questions and um, just know that we're there to help speed up your recovery. And I know for the, the case of Macon County, we've We have our folks there, and the next couple of weeks, we'll be getting folks out to Rutherford and Cannon as well. So be on the lookout for us. Come with your questions, and um, yeah, let us us help you guys. Another problem that we've seen after tornado strike or really after any natural disaster occurs is the fact that sometimes people are not able to get all the proof of insurance and proof of ownership and all of that right away because they're having to go back to their bank. They're having to go back to their insurance company to get all those details because a lot of that paperwork 
is, of course, lost or destroyed when a natural disaster occurs. So do you work with people on making sure they're able to get that information that you're going to need? Normally with a a disaster like this, we have a resource known as Disaster Legal Services. I'm not sure if we have it for this disaster. I do not have the contact information, an email or a phone at at this time, but they would ordinarily be able to help you get your documents in order and help you if you lost any important documents to help you get those in order. But at this time, I do not know if we have disaster legal assistance available. And I think this is a good time for those who are listening who did not go through that devastation of a tornado. It's a good time to remind them to make sure you keep all the paperwork, all the important stuff, maybe in a small safe or a small file folder that's waterproof in case disaster does ever strike your neighborhood or your home. It's important to have that paperwork and any important documents handy, but also know where they are and know that they are stored somewhere that is waterproof. Great point to add. And also folks can also scan their important documents onto a USB so they have a, a digital copy as well as a hard copy. We're talking with Kim Kiblish, the public affairs specialist with FEMA and recent tornadoes that came through our area, striking Rutherford County and Cannon County, Reedyville and that entire area. The registration period to apply for assistance is open. You can apply on disasterassistance.gov. It's the fastest and easiest way. Or you can call our FEMA helpline, 800-621-3362. Please keep in touch with FEMA. Respond to any communications that we send out. Submit any documents that we request of you. And this will help speed up your recovery. If you receive a call for a home inspection, make sure to schedule one. If you receive a referral to SBA, I encourage you to apply to the Small Business Administration to receive to find out if you're eligible for a low interest disaster loan. And when looking over all the different options that are available, the disaster loans, the low interest disaster loans, do you have any idea on how low of an interest rate those are and how long of a period some folks who are eligible could have in repaying that money? Is it similar to just a regular bank loan? Uh, Like I said before, the Small Business Administration and FEMA are separate entities. I can't speak for the loan, disaster loan interest rates look like now or the timeline to pay back a loan like that. It's a case-by-case basis and it's better for an SBA personnel. Again, we're talking with Kim Kebelish and she is with FEMA. She is the public affairs specialist. After a disaster like a tornado strikes areas like the Kittrell community in Cannon County or different areas of Rutherford County, you do hear a lot about scams and scam artists coming to the area. What are some different things to look for whenever you're in that process of not only grieving the loss of your home and possibly everything you own, but you're also struggling to figure out where to turn to? So what are some of the stories you hear and what are the things to look out for? Unfortunately, sometimes after a disaster, con artists like to take advantage of people in in vulnerable situations. And we have to be aware of keeping our personal information secure and look out for folks that are trying to to call us and ask for us to, to fill out a FEMA application. FEMA will never call you to ask you to fill out an application. FEMA officials can be identified by their badge. If you have 
a housing inspector come to your home, make sure they have a FEMA badge and never give banking information to a person claiming to be a FEMA housing inspector because FEMA inspectors are never authorized to collect your personal finance information. If you do think there's fraud, please report it to your local police department, your sheriff's uh, department to make sure they can figure out what's going on with the scams. And again, the best place to go to learn more about these steps to take after a disaster strikes, the FEMA website. Once we're on that FEMA website, where do we go and, and what is the actual web address so people can go to it? The web address for this disaster is FEMA dot gov forward slash disaster forward slash four seven zero one and that's the best way to stay on top of the latest happenings for this disaster and then the phone number to call if somebody has questions because they're unable to get internet connectivity where they are maybe lines are still down in some areas our FEMA helpline number is eight zero zero six two one three three six two You can apply for FEMA assistance with this number. You can check the status of your application with this number and ask any any questions you have pertaining to your application with this number. Again, that's 800-621-3362. And again, we've been talking with Kim Keblish. She is the FEMA Public Affairs Specialist. I appreciate it, Scott. We will post this interview in today's podcast section for the action line if anybody would like to go back and listen to it, along with the phone numbers and the website for FEMA if you would like to apply for any assistance or find out more details about how to get one of those special loans to repair your home after it received damage from the tornadoes that struck our area March 31st into the morning of April 1st. The website, wgnsradio.com, and then look for the podcast section, scroll down until you see the action line and then look for the show for today's date of Monday, April 24th. For WGNS, I'm Scott Walker, and there is more news to come, including an interview with a local Holloway High School teacher who talks about her class being involved in a special campaign that's focused on distracted driving and how the students took part in this campaign to let other students know about the dangers involved with distracted driving. As many people realize, distracted driving with use of a cell phone is one of the leading causes of accidents here in Tennessee and throughout the country. That interview and more comes your way in just a little while. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. It is 8.38 right now, and you're listening to WGNS, your good neighbor station, April the 24th. All right, stay with us. This is Danielle Rutherford with Seniors Helping Seniors. We really try to keep you living safely and independently. Seniors Helping Seniors helps me get ready for church. Seniors Helping Seniors in Home Care Services at shsmiddleTN.com. Here at Music World and Drummer's Den, we've got the best drum and percussion brands in the world. Ludwig, Gretsch, Pearl, Yamaha, Zildjian, Meinl, DW. We've got a great lesson program for guitar, bass, drums, piano, and more. Hi, this is Dave Kivanemming. Give us a call, 615-893-4242 to get started. Music World and Drummer's Den in Murfreesboro, 2762 South Church Street, 
across from Indian Hills Golf Course. Right now, that temperature outside in the Rutherford County area, about 46 degrees. Looks like today's high is going to be around 63. At least that was originally the high. May may actually get up to 72, though. Sunny skies throughout the day today and calm winds north between 8 and 15 miles per hour. Again, calm winds today up to 15 miles per hour. That doesn't sound that calm, does it? Then tonight, the lows will level off down to about 36 degrees. Partly cloudy skies this evening. And then for tomorrow, Tuesday, high will reach 69 under partly cloudy skies tomorrow. Winds tomorrow up to 10 miles per hour. The Commissioner Coroner with Commissioner Craig Harris comes your way in just 30 seconds. Hi, this is Peter Demas. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant. So many people buy so many different things. You know, I go out to eat and I like eating steak where my wife will end up getting our salmon. Our salmon is cut fresh, so she loves our salmon. It's one of those places that you can go, you can get pastas or chicken, you know, the kids love it. Get what you want at Demas's Restaurant and not be limited just to one or two items. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant, 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. The Commissioner Corner with Commissioner Craig Harris comes your way next on WGNS. Then after that, we're going to head to Holloway High School and talk to a Holloway High School teacher about what her class is doing about distracted driving among their peers. Again, distracted driving just around the corner, but next, Rutherford County Commissioner Craig Harris. The Commissioner Corner with Commissioner Craig Harris. And now, Commissioner Harris shares his views on life, the struggles some of us face, and more. Without further ado, here's Commissioner Craig Harris. This week's segment, I'm focused on political history and party dynamics of Rutherford County. There are two major political parties in our country, Republican and Democrats. They both dominate America's political landscape, but differ in philosophies and ideals. Democrats are liberal, left-leaning, and blue. Republicans are conservative, right-leaning, and red. Democrats are focused on community and social responsibility. Republicans are focused on individual rights and justice. These parties differ on major issues, such as abortion, gay rights versus religious rights, gun control, education, immigration, and taxes. There was always a divided line between both parties, and now that line has grown wider. There were fractions of both parties called centrists or moderates, and they used to dominate the power of the government. Unfortunately, in today's government, they are an endangered species. In the 90s and early 2000s, Rutherford County was dominated by a group of Democrats called the Blue Dog Democrats. The Blue Dogs was a centrist group of moderates that would listen to both sides and compromise for the greater good. They would occasionally have a conservative voting record. They presented themselves as common sense, which is an alternative to extremism. They have lost considerable power and are canceled by today's political sphere. In today's world, we're a group of extremists focused on identity politics and cancer culture. We are dealing with a biased media and a social media that has dominated this division by distorting facts and causing dissent. According to social media, Republicans are described as racist, homophobic, white supremacists, and taking away your entitlements. Democrats are described as progressive, woke, and cancel culture. 
Both sides are based in their beliefs of a far-right and far-left groups. As a proud conservative, I am frustrated with the labels that are put on my party. If I disagree with a person of color, I'm called racist. If I disagree with someone gay, I'm called homophobic. If I disagree with the current border crisis, I'm called xenophobic. And if I disagree with one, I'm considered sexist. Actually, I'm none of those things. I just don't always agree with the left's position. Liberals have always preached inclusivity, but mainly show exclusivity. We as conservatives disagree with these labels, but a small fraction of liberals are so aggressive about canceling out our voices, most conservatives avoid direct confrontation and debate. Then came Donald Trump, and he stood against these stoic actions from conservatives. His policies and rhetoric created the wide divide between both parties. Debate became heated, and war was declared. Liberals responded with an all-out attack on conservatives. Therein lies the problem. We define liberal and conservative products by far-left and far-right groups' ideology. Most Republicans are nowhere near the labels given to us. And in retrospect, not all liberals are progressive, woke, and radical. The wide divide is real. And unfortunately, I don't see it getting better in my lifetime. I personally feel that this problem of progressive thought and extremism is from our youth being indoctrinated by far-left professors and radicalized by polarizing figures like AOC. I believe Republicans are influenced by Trumpism and figures like Congresswoman Marjorie Greene. This brings me back to the blue dog Democrats and namely common sense. I am defined not by political parties, but what God defines me as. And although I support Donald Trump, that does not mean that I agree with all his positions. In saying that, how can we shrink this wide divide? I feel that first, we have to stop labeling people because we disagree. Just because I disagree with you does not mean I hate you. One of the best lessons you can learn in life is the art of being calm. Don't waste words on people who deserve your silence. That does not mean you disengage from your thoughts or be scared to debate. Just don't give credence to radical thoughts or positions. The quality of your thinking determines the quality of your life. I agree with most. And I need to look in the mirror and I assure you I am a work in progress. However, I appeal to true conservatives and liberals to refer to our Bible and memorize James 1.9. Be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. We don't have to agree on everything, but not disagree on 100% of everything. Let's work with each other on the 80% and fight hard for the remaining 20%. Listen to each other. Do I think this will happen? To be honest, it doesn't look good, but I'm hopeful. And this is Craig Harris. And this is the Commissioner Corner. For the Commissioner Corner, that was County Commissioner Craig Harris. The views of Rutherford County Commissioner Craig Harris are just that, his views. They are not necessarily the views of this radio station, website, or our advertisers. Feel free to send your thoughts and ideas to Commissioner Harris by emailing him at craigharris at rutherfordcountytn.gov. Hear his ideas and opinions every Monday morning, right here on the station. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. That time right now, 8.47, you're tuned to WGNS again on this Monday morning. Today is April the 24th, the start of a new week. Hard to believe, though, that April is almost already over. Again, that time, 8.47, 
Coming up next, we're going to head to Holloway High School to learn more about how students there are taking an interest in distracted driving and helping their peers not drive distracted. In other words, putting the cell phone down because cell phone related accidents are on the upswing and have been for quite some time, as we all know. And it's hard to get teens to not text and drive. We know that. Which is why these students at Holloway High School are taking part in this program to help curb the number of students who do text and drive. More from Holloway High School in just a minute. We're talking with Pat Wingo at Adams Place. You can get as involved or not as you want to. I love the activities. I love the live entertainment. The Adams Place makes fun. I love the card playing. I love the people. I love the staff. I love the food. And there's as much to do as you want to do. I'm blessed. Hi, this is Terry Deal at Adams Place. Call me for more information about Adams Place. 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. We are broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios. Are you looking to go solar? Middle Tennessee Electric's Pro Solar Program is committed to educating its members on the process and helping them achieve their renewable energy goals. Learn more about Pro Solar and your free consultation by visiting mte.com forward slash pro solar. This is the Action Line on this Monday morning, today the 24th of April. It is again 8.49 right now. Today we're talking with Don Powell, a teacher at Holloway High School here in Murfreesboro, which is under the Rutherford County School System. Her students are involved in a distracted driving campaign, but their campaign is something that adults will also take notice of. It's called the BITS program, that's be in the zone, stay off your phone, but it's really about distracted driving awareness. And Moreau Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, they are the main people that are putting it together, and what they do is they get high schools all around Middle Tennessee to help them in spreading the word in their communities about distracted driving and the dangers of distracted driving. So they got together and got some sponsors. One in 15 drivers involved in a crash were driving distracted. That according to the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security. The sponsors are Allstate, Ford Motor Company, and the Pilot Company. And so they have been so generous to try to encourage these students with cash prizes and that kind of thing. But the main idea is that all of us have distractions when we're driving, more so with the telephones. And statistics show that the teenage years are the ones that are having the most distracted driving accidents and deaths. This is a way for the students to help their peers and their community. So we've got a lot of things that we did this year. Miss Powell's students have been working hard on designing posters, graphics, and key messages that other teens will understand. We're doing an activity right now where we are partnering with Patterson Park uh, right next door to our school and uh, we have hung up signs and we're going to be partnering with them to try to get um, all of their patrons to do less distracted driving. In just one year, the total cost for distracted driving crashes exceeds $446 million. That information is based on details from the National Safety Council. The students that started this and that are like my leaders are my DECA students with the DECA club. 
They have made posters. They have organized a activity where if a student will show the social media posts that they have done about distracted driving and the dangers on social media, they get a snack. And so it's helping the students uh, want to do more social media, allowing them to do social media at school for a really good cause. How long have you been a teacher at Holloway and, and what got you into teaching? I've been there three years, my third year, um, and I formally taught middle school. Holloway High School is a choice school and it being right here in downtown, we actually have students that come from all over the county to choose to go there because it's smaller. It's a school that we can do things like this. We have about 120 students and uh, all the students have been involved in this program. So with this program about teaching the dangers of distracted driving, have you found that some kids have really found a passion in marketing or advertising and figuring out campaigns like this? Yes, I teach business classes. So one of my classes is marketing and um, all my business classes were to make a post a crash involving distracted driving here in Tennessee occurs every 25 minutes and 31 seconds, according to the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You should see some of these posters. Some of them are very shocking, but that's what they're posting on social media as well because they feel like the more shocking, the more reposts they get. On social media, if somebody wants to find some of their work, where mm -hmm. can they find it? We have several hashtags. Bits Tennessee, that's B-I-T-Z-T-N, and at B-I-T-Z-T-N at VUM Children's Hospital, then at 4DSFL, and at BITZHHS. That was Don Powell, a teacher at Holloway High School here in Murfreesboro that is under the Rutherford County School System, talking about a program her students are a part of that focuses on distracted driving, thanks to the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt in Nashville. And the program's goal is to bring awareness of distracted driving closer to the hands of teens, some of which who use cell phones while driving, which of course is against the law in Tennessee. You can hear that news story and others on our website, WGNSRadio.com. And now time to take a look at that forecast. Well, early this morning, we saw frost in many areas of Rutherford County. There was even a frost advisory in effect this morning that was in effect up until 8 o'clock this morning. Now, outside of that, today should be sunny throughout the day today. High near 63 degrees with a light wind of 5 to 10 miles per hour at times. That's mainly in the morning. For the rest of the day, though, again, the high 63 and mostly sunny skies. For tonight, increasing cloudiness, low down to 35 degrees. Tuesday, partly sunny, high near 69. And then Tuesday night in the early morning hours, that low will get down to 46 degrees. A 30% chance of rain on Tuesday night. And then for the early morning hours, going into Wednesday morning, a low down to 46 degrees. For Wednesday, a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy Wednesday, high near 65. Wednesday night, 30% chance of rain, mainly after 1 a.m. on Wednesday night, a low down to 46. Again, that's Wednesday night. If I jump ahead to Friday, a 50% chance of rain, mostly cloudy Friday, high near 70. Friday night, 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low at 50 on Friday night. Saturday, 50% chance of rain, partly sunny, highs near 70. Saturday night, 30% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, lows at 44. Then again, this weekend, a 30% chance of rain on Sunday, mostly sunny, highs at 64 on Sunday. I'm Scott Walker. 
The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. You're tuned to WGNS. Recycle Rutherford has a special program coming up today. It will be at 7 p.m. this evening, and it's all about healthy soil being essential to life. And this is being presented as a Facebook Live event. And for more information about it this evening, all you have to do is go to RecycleRutherford.org. That's R-E-C-Y-C-L-E Rutherford.org. And then click on Events. Then scroll down for the Facebook link or just visit the Recycle Rutherford Facebook page, which is at Recycle Rutherford. In this upcoming event tonight at 7, Dr. Shelley Thomas, a member of the educational outreach team of Save Soil, is the featured guest speaker. She's going to be presenting a simplified version of the problem with soil, explaining some solutions and telling practical ways that we can all work together to make an impact right here in Murfreesboro. Dr. Thomas will respond to questions as well as part of this program on Facebook Live this evening. Thomas is a founder and director of the Center for Accelerated Language Acquisition, which is housed in the MTSU Honors College. After teaching French for 30 years at MTSU and serving as the Center for Accelerated Language Acquisition director, she retired and is now devoting her time to other important issues. Save Soil is the largest of the global nonprofit organizations out there that are seeking to prevent our planet's rapidly advancing soil extinction. Now, I know this is a topic that does sound very interesting that a lot of people are unfamiliar with, but all this brings together different leaders and scientists and citizens from around the world to support nations instituting national policies and actions to increase the organic content in farmable soil. As the director of the Accelerated Language Program, Thomas was invited to Tamal Nadu in India about 20 years ago by the founder of the Save Soil Movement. And when she was there on that visit, she saw firsthand the development of successful Save Soil programs, which have been noted in the Guinness Book of World Records and even adopted by the Indian government and presented at the recent 2022 Conference of Parties annual UN meeting on biodiversity. And again, this Healthy Soil Essential to Life event is coming up tonight. It's going to be a Facebook Live event, and you can learn more on the RecycleRutherford.org website or the Recycle Rutherford Facebook page. Recycle Rutherford is putting it on. It's a Facebook Live event. It's Monday, the 24th of April, and yes, once more, That Facebook Live event brought to you by Recycle Rutherford is tonight, this Monday night at 7. That is going to do it for this morning's program of the Action Line, which we will post on our website shortly. You're listening to WGNS Murfreesboro. Stay with us. More news coming up. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. CapstarBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender.